fucking moody bitch. Shout out. Shout out to Shaggy Dude Open Violent J. I don't want to think about small rodents. Grab him by the pussy. I'd probably fuck and marry Phil Collins. Hello and welcome. We're back. It's the Baller Lifestyle Podcast from theballerlifestyle.com. I'm me. I'm Brian Beckner. Very, very happy to have you on the show. Episode 140 of the program. Um, I'm not going to tell you guys how to reach out. I tell you guys that every week. You should know that by now. Send us an email. You know the email address. Send us a voicemail. You could tweet me if you don't remember what it is. Um, like us on like our page on Facebook. A lot of very important Harambe news happening on Facebook. So go there. iTunes. Do some rate the show, review the show, do all that. And the most important one, we'll get to this more later. Patreon.com slash the baller lifestyle dot wait. Patreon.com slash the baller lifestyle. Go there, make a donation to the program. Make a monetary contribution to what we do here. We would appreciate that. Uh joining me now, as always, it's Ed Daly. Ed, how are you? I'm doing well. I got a couple things for you. Okay, hit me. First, I, I- feel we should compliment the internet for the quick speed in which they fully gutted Ken Bone. Great job, internet. Well, I, you know, yeah. I, I mean, like everyone, I was so intrigued and charmed by the, the fat guy in the red sweater who split his pants and everything. But then you find out he was a shithead. And I yeah. like how, like, immediately it's like, shitheads have to be drummed out. And I love, like, anybody who's defending George Zimmerman's actions, like, I, I want them to be publicly destroyed. Of course. Absolutely. He's. I saw that George Zimmerman attempted murder got 20 years yeah, today. 20 years in the pokey. I mean, like, come on. That guy deserves to die. George Zimmerman is an actual murderer, and he got no years. And bragged to the parents. Didn't he, yes. like— Tweet yeah, at he taunted. Yes, yes. Yeah. I mean, he's a he's a terrible guy that deserves to die. Horrible, horrible human being. The worst we have to offer, and a guy that yeah, he's a road rage situation, and maybe he should be shamed for not finishing the job. But at the end of the day, if you attempted murder or murder George Zimmerman, you're a hero. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. No, I agree with you on the. I even before we found out that Ken Bone was a redditor, when mm. when he immediately became self aware, it's it's a problem. It's because over. He, I mean, he was undecided yeah. at this point, so well, he was yes. already a dumb, right? But it, but it was but it was almost like and but he was he there was seemed, like a charm to it at first. Right. He seemed like a lovable dumb, and then but immediately he started to capitalize on it. It wasn't like sort of an aw shucks thing. Like the next day, he had shirts ready to go, and he was really to, ready to be somebody. Then we find out he's a redditor. Like this, there's no reason to to know the name Ken Bone ever again. No, hopefully that's, not. Hopefully, there's nothing more. That's it for him. Uh, what else? Um, so this morning, I had one of those weird, you know, oh, you, you get the re- the recall. Dream. <laughs> oh. You get the you get the weird recall notice, and like I got a car oh, yeah. last oh, year, yeah. and it's, it's like the airbag. 
no, it was uh, the the system, the com- you know, the computer system or whatever mm-hmm. could fuck with your transition transmission. It yeah. might or might not. Do you want to do it? And it's like software update. Yeah, the software update, and it was just it was just weighing on me. I was it's like, right, I, I got to do this. Yeah. So I just went this morning first thing, and or maybe not first thing, but I went and. You're sitting in that waiting area, and they had Wi-Fi, so I was just trying to get some work done. But they have the TV blasting Rachel Ray, and I've I've never seen Rachel Ray. I mean, I'm fully aware who she is, but like, when I mean, you've never you've seen her. You, what you're saying is no, you've no, never, that you've show. Never watched have her you, show. Have you ever watched that show? Like, who knew that it was on no. at NAM or whatever? No. So that was on, and there was a woman in the waiting area. Like doubled over laughing at comments she was making about like butter or whatever. Like it was, yes. and I was like, well, it's something. Does this pass for comedy? Like it's lighthearted, fair, but like I, I don't really have a problem with her one way or another. Like no. I just don't know her enough to really care. It's not like she's Guy Fieri. Like she's just oh, who's great. Not- who who is universally loved? <laughs> Donkey sauce. Yeah. Um, but there was somebody doubled over laughing. For for like the last ten minutes of the show, then the View came on, and I've seen the View in clips. Howard Stern has played clips. Letterman used to just play clips of them arguing over each other. Uh, okay, hold on. I want to. Uh, I'm unfamiliar with the cast of the View, so I'm going to take a stab. Okay, you got Whoopi. I only knew two of them. Whoopi is there. Yes. The one who used to be, she wasn't Rudy on the Cosby show. She, she was the new Rudy. Once Rudy got too old, they had to bring in another kid. I know what you're talking about. I don't think she was there today. Keisha Knight Pulliam. No, it's it's Raven Simone. Oh, that's what I meant. Raven Simone. But I don't think she was there. I I don't, I wasn't really getting a vibe from her. Joy Behar, who who is considered the talent of that show. She's, she's, this is where I'm going. So just go through the lineup. And and she's the funny one. Mm. Um, And I don't think Rosie O'Donnell's on there anymore. There's some like ambiguous person that Sherry Shepard's gone as well. There's some, there's, there's one more person. Super conservative person that I don't know. I don't Albert. know who she is, but like, I think she took over Hasselbeck, who oh, was right. the, maybe Hasselbeck. I don't know. There were there was a lot of bantering. Hasselbeck's but, Hasselbeck's kind of hot, but you know, you oh, like. She's, she's not, she, I saw her in person one time at a bar, like yeah. when her when her husband was still like a quarterback for the Reds, like backup quarterback for the Redskins. Right, Matt Hasselbeck's brother, Bob Hasselbeck. Yeah. What is his uh, name? What is his name? I know it's not Bob. It's not Matt. It's, Jerry. Uh, Matt was the other one. Matt. Tim. Uh, it's Tim. Todd, Todd. Tim. Tim Hasselbeck. Okay. Continue. Yeah, the reason why it, it was one of these things that I had come in. Yeah. Well, whatever. Long story. But I just saw yes. her in a bar and she uh-huh. tapped her husband because I had a Redskins hat on. Yeah. And then you tapped and she's her. Like, hey, Redskins. And their season was over. We, I was meeting someone at a bar to watch a playoff game. And Tim Hasselbeck, if he's quarterbacking your team, you're not in the playoffs. Yeah, that's uh, exactly right. But she tapped him. She was like, look, Redskins. And then I saw it. And it was like a hot chick pointing at me. Yeah. But she was definitely hot in person. She's hot. Uh, she's, but she's one of those chicks that you know you'd be banging her from behind while she was crying uh, big salty tears onto her crucifix. You know, it's like just wouldn't be <laughs> like she looks kind of good, but it just wouldn't be like, that that Right. Sexy. Takes herself really seriously. Yes. OK. Yeah. OK. Continue. But anyway, I, there I was somebody. 
there was somebody like that. But like, I, I don't know. I mean, I know what right. the show is, but I didn't re- like. I, I don't know. I mean, I, another show I don't watch. I'm aware it exists, but to actually see it in practice, and I'm just trying to do work. But they in these waiting areas, they put it at like volume fifty on the yeah. TV, don't they? And the the jokes and like you said, the talent. Joy Behar is is she's got that borscht belt delivery. She's the and she's like that Donald and they're talking about, you know, Trump. They're talking about all the things. She goes, That Donald Trump, his skin's almost as thin as his resume. Like that kind of stuff. And people are like <laughs> And then Whoopi has turned into the character of Whoopi. She's like it reminds me of when Mobs Mabley used to do her vaudeville routine. And like this whole thing. And you're like, what? Yeah, is this a real show? And then somebody that, else is like, you know, I'm my Christian values don't call for that. And it's just bah, 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 bah. And it, it was unbelievable. And every few seconds, like Joy Behar is coming out with this this like cheesy, like awful Borscht Belt line. Well, if you ask me. I wouldn't want to kiss Donald Trump if he gave me a million dollars. And people are like, ah! Yeah, they think that's real funny. It's it's unreal how unfunny it is. And I was trying to think of, like, who the, who's the audience? Who, who? Why would you find that funny? Why would you find – I don't know. Why would you find them interesting? I don't I don't get it. I, I, I don't know. But I'm, I'll tell you this. Whoopi Goldberg, because I've just, I've just Googled her salary – Whoopi oh. Goldberg has a huge tattoo of a dragon. It's like all on her. She looks like a dragon. It's hard to tell from here. It's all on her shoulder and going down under her titty. It really bums me out that Sam Mayday Malone used to have sex uh, with her. Yeah. He, that, he really like went off the rails there. How much do you think? Well, what, what do you, what do you, what, think do you th- what, what she makes right now on the view per year? I mean, what, I don't know, a million? It's, you're pretty close if you were thinking five to 600% of what you just said. Jesus. Because I mean, it's what, she what? makes five to six million. My goodness. Yeah, that's some real money. That's it's some, a, it is a legitimately terrible show. Yeah, it's awful. Well, anything that's on, just think of who's watching TV in the daytime. But you know, people all that, that being said, people, TV. but in the, in the era of DVRs, people watch things. And but I understand, like soap operas serve their purpose. The news at yeah. midday or whatever. Price is Right, it serves its purpose. But I'm saying that show. I'm not sure whose purpose that's serving. Right. I don't. Yeah. I don't get that show whatsoever. It doesn't well, exist. In it. like, there's no person I can imagine that enjoys it. A lot, a lot of hotties on soap operas. Sure. I, I mean, that's a pre porn, pre internet porn. Yeah. A lot of hotties on soap operas. A lot of fit little blondes with nice bodies on soap operas. Just, just trying to make it in the world. Um, yeah. For the break. It's like the, it's like the, um, the double A's of acting. Yeah. Like you're on a soap opera. You're sort of on TV, but not really. And a couple people know who you are, but not enough. You know, it's like you're almost there. Um, I don't. I don't have any definitive info on Joy Behar's salary. I'm guessing she's not pulling the five to six that Whoopi is. But, but I she's bet, a stand-up. Yeah. Are people watching her perform stand-up? Yeah, she probably. 
you know, like Artie Lang used to take it on the road on the weekends. I'm sure Joy does the same thing. I mean, where? Who? Who's having her? I don't know. It's older women. Her showstopper was Donald Trump's skin is as thin as his resume. Yeah. That was her big line today. Do they have writers? Like you figure somebody. So, I mean, who, like, is, is Bruce Valance writing that? Yes, the great Bruce Valance. <laughs> Um, a couple things. Shout out to listener of the show, Mark the Nomad. I don't know if you recall, Ed, but the last couple of weeks I have taken some heavy shrapnel from the listening audience because of the dings emanating from my computer during the show. Mm. And we figured out it's because I, or I've told people it's because I had synced. You synced up, right? I had synced and my texts started coming through my computer. And I, even though I turned the sound off, when I plug in my podcasting equipment, it, it's all bets are off. The sound being off doesn't matter. Well, this Mark the Nomad, he must be a huge nerd. And not just because he has a Jim Harbaugh tattoo. A, a, <laughs> That's I hate Harbaugh, but I do it's pretty great. The fact that it, he's got a Safe by the Bell Jim Harbaugh tattoo, I, I think it's pretty awesome. It's, I'm all into that kind of stuff. Uh, I'm, the, I'm the guy that wants the John McEnroe tattoo. Uh, oh, but he reached out to me and he's like, hey, he's like, I, you know, I know how to do this stuff. I could tell you. He's like, just go up in the t- top right hand corner where those three little lines are. He's like, click on that and then just click. And then right there, there's do not disturb and just turn that on. And holy shit, he was right. It's, so let's, I've done that. How do people know this stuff? I don't know. I don't know how people know stuff. Do people just click around and figure it out? Because, Ed, I'll be honest, I've seen those three little lines up there in the corner, and I it has never occurred to me to click on them and see what they do. No. And you know what happens? If you click on them, it tells you like all your tweets and like everything that's like sort of happening in the background on your computer is right there in a little column. It's crazy. Yeah, I I. I never noticed those three. Thanks to Mark the Nomad. And it reminded me when he reached out, it reminded me, Ed, he has a story about driving to Oklahoma to get his vasectomy reversed that he had reversed. Yeah. He had at one time pitched uh, for doing on the show. Should we have him call in like one of these weeks and tell that story? Okay. I'll set it up because I I forgot. See, I don't don't have like, I've got a lot going on and in the moment, I forget things. So you got to be reminded me. Uh, and then a couple of, a couple of things before we get into the show, there's two things. One, I was just looking at the, 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 and Oh, my Dodgers first and foremost, mm. everybody out there rooting for the Dodgers right now. I mean, just you. Oh God. Clayton. I mean, Kershaw. come on. You have Big to admit out last night. The, the, the Cubs, like it's, it's oh, pretty Cubs. much Dodgers oh, fans. Oh, lovable losers. Hey, remember when Boston used to be ro- lovable lo- losers. Now look yeah. at those assholes. The biggest assholes it, in sports. You want to Look, turn the Cubs into that, Ed? Maybe, but until this point, no, nobody's cheering for the Dodgers except for Dodgers fans. That's right. That's exactly Nobody. right. I'll be on an island. Uh, but I was just watching the um, ALCS. I'm an NL guy. I don't like this pinch hitter bullshit. Or what's it called? Designated hitter. Designated hitter. Uh, but this Trevor Bauer, he went to UCLA, and he's he started the game for Cleveland today. But he has an injury, and I heard about this over the weekend. This fucking guy sliced his pinky finger on his pitching hand open while fiddling, while wrenching on one of his drones. Apparently he's a drone hobbyist, Ed. (laughs) And it's one of those things like, I know this guy's not a surgeon, but he's a pitcher. And you might, 
and yeah, maybe you're putting the propellers on there and you're not thinking anything's going to happen. You're, I don't, I don't know what, if he did with a screwdriver or an exacto knife or what, but the point is, is just maybe you take a couple weeks off from droning because now the finger's stitched up, Ed. And you know, because he's a pitcher, because he could hide like an emery board in there or something, it can't be bandaged. So he's just no, he's, and and you get a blister, it fucks up your pitching. Yeah, so he you he's cannot. he he has a bunch of stitches in his pinky finger, and his his hand was pouring blood, like blood was dripping all over his uniform. Like imagine Kurt Schilling, but it was real, and it was on his hand, oh, and he oh. was like trying to wipe it on his uniform, and they had, he had to they had to take him out of the game. He was pouring blood from his hand. I can't believe he even tried to pitch. I tuned in. That's tonight's game? I just tuned in yeah, late. That's tonight. Uh, so they took him out. It was, it was yeah. one-to-one as we started the show. I don't like to give up the details. I'm like, I want these to be evergreen. So it's like, not. <laughs> you talk about a game and it's like, oh, they did this on, you can look up the dates. Okay, one more thing and then we're going to get into sports. Because this, yeah. this, is, this is a phenomenon. Mm-hmm. You, remember, you remember the ice bucket challenge, Ed? I do. I was challenged once. Yeah, and people and people raised But I ignored it. People, you just you made the donation, but you didn't do the actual I, ice that's bucket. That's true. I, I did. I did donate yes. because you know. Hey, listen, I believe in the cause, but I don't believe I have to put on a monkey show for anybody. Well, you're a hero. Well, now there's a nut. There's a similar thing, and I've seen it on Facebook, and it's for I don't know if it's the wounded warriors, whatever it is. It's a this very push-up good bullshit? cause. It's this push up bullshit, and it's people are doing push up to raise awareness of veteran suicide, and um, that that is a great cause. That's that's. Awful. We do not take again. Yes. Just like ALS or whatever, it's a good yeah. cause. Great cause. Great cause. And I'm all for raising awareness and all that. Here's the only issue I ha- issue I have. If you are going to do push-ups on the internet, you need to learn what a push-up is. A push-up right. is full depth. Your hands need to go directly under your shoulders. And you need to drop your body down so that your elbows come past your back and your chest either touches the floor or nearly touches the floor and then push up and extend your arms all the way until your elbows lock out. That is one. That is a push up. I'm seeing a lot of subpar like like eight inches from the ground kind of push ups. People are like just barely like cracking their elbows and just dropping down a few inches and pushing back up. That's not a push up. Or like just thrusting their hips towards the ground like yes. they're fucking fucking some uh ghost. Yes, exactly. Ghost fuckers. <laughs> Maybe just cuz when you do when you're doing a full push up, a, a set of 22 cuz it's 22 cuz it, the to to represent that average of 22 veteran suicides a day. Let's not forget that. But the if 20 uh, a set of 22 Full push-ups is difficult for most people. So maybe you make, maybe you do 11 or something. Maybe you work it out. Either way, do some actual push-ups. Go online, learn what a push-up looks like, and then do one like that. That's a push-up. Or just, just train. Train before you think it's okay yeah, to be yeah. filming yourself. Get one of those apps. Get one of those 100 push-up apps. And then when you're about halfway through it and you can what is that? 22. Oh, you don't know about that? An app? Yeah, there's, to do push-ups? Well, there's apps that like st- that give you like a training program that trains you to be able to do a set of 100 push-ups in like three months or something or two months. What do they say? Today you're going to do two push-ups. Yeah, it, yeah, it gives it gives you a routine of like how you know how many sets to do and when to rest and all that. 
Just just I'm work just saying, your way up to twenty. Yeah, I mean, just do some push-ups. Just learn what a real push-up is first, and then work. Or up just to don't being participate. Do if you can't do a push-up, don't do it. Right. Or just say, "Hey, I support this," and then write a check. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, okay. One one quick email, then we'll get into the show. Ballers? Question mark. See, that's question mark. Yeah, he's putting. He's throwing shade at us. Happy oh. to hear you both are also dealing with telemarketer calls. Well, why would you be happy about that? No, nobody should be happy about that. Life hack. Tell them that you support whatever they are trying to stop. Them. Hi, this is Tim for Global Solar Energy Outreach. You. <laughs> sorry to cut you off, Tim. I have a ton of money and plan on burning it all on ending this planet. I have every fucking light on in my house right now. Also, if you ever get a political survey call and they ask for your wifey, you are actually allowed to remind them that you get to vote for the little lady so she isn't allowed to talk to them. (laughs) Bye for now, your dearest of dear friends. That's from Paul Walkoff, HVP. Uh, I like that. Unfortunately, I would love to be able to talk to somebody. I just get the same automated bullshit, and it comes from different sources, and it's like, hi. This is for your credit card account. There's no problem with your account right now. Yeah. It's it's all automated. Everything is automated. It is. I, get, I don't get people anymore. I get some at my office that get through to me and I pick it up and they're like, hi, is this Brian? And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, hey, glad I reached you. Can you hear me? Okay. And I'm like, yeah. And then, then I realize, Ed, it's a recording. It's a recording that's been taught my name. It's a it's it's artificial intelligence, Ed. Yeah, they're taking the, over. The machines are over. coming away, and it takes like the third stanza of their pitch before I realize that I'm being fucked with. Right now, you feel stupid on top oh, yes, of yes. I feel very stupid. Hmm. Speaking of stupid people, Ed, what is going yeah. on with our very own Kurt Schilling? Well, racist meme enthusiast Kurt Schilling crowbarred himself back into the news this past week when, after all the negative press Trump received for molesting underage teen USA pageant contestants and making sexually suggestive comments about a friend's 10-year-old daughter, uh, like the quote, I'm going to be dating her in 10 years. Can you believe it? So well, gross. That's so gross. The shithead ex-Sox pitcher with the fake bloody sock went on Fox News to defend him. Schilling then said, uh, I have a, 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 you know how he stutters all the time? I, yeah, I have a, yeah. a daughter. My, my daughter has friends. I, I've seen my daughter's friends. I'm a man. Wow, she's a beautiful young, young lady. I, 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 I don't immediately jump to molesting her. Well, this caused, caused local Beantown sports radio guys at WEEI to take, take shots at Schilling the next morning. Then Schilling called in to tell the host they were scumbags, cowards, and liars for yeah. saying they wouldn't do the same. They haven't said the same thing about 10-year-old girls. Now, Brian, at, at what point are we supposed to consider if uh, Kurt Schilling is just trying to tell us something in code? Because he's not, he's not making one good point at all, ever. It's, it's weird when people have, when people have outrageous like I feel like he's being authentic because what he believes is so outrageous and ridiculous 
that no one would defend it unless they didn't realize how crazy they sounded. I have a nine-year-old daughter. I have never once looked at one of her friends and gone, oh, she's going to be so sexy in 10 years. Like, that is so gross and repugnant and awful that that only... said, I'll be dating her, too. (laughs) Yes, that's so weird. Back to what we were saying last week. It's like, these are comments that, like, are just not said. Like, just like the locker room talk. Like, it's not so much... I mean, he's a creep and he's a jerk-off and all that... But like he's talking in a way that other people don't talk. No, it's it's weird to think. It's it's gross. Like normal people don't think in those terms. It just doesn't that that our minds aren't wired that way. It's it's just it's an odd way to speak and think. And Schilling, yeah, it's, he looks like had, shit. By the way, we've done. Oh yeah, he looks he, he looks, looks like so a, you know. Bad. Like a like a scarecrow. This guy, this guy could not do set on fire. Yes, yes, this guy could not do a push up. He's very pasty. He does not eat a healthy diet. He's his looks hair bad. looks. Yeah, he's got he's some Tony Cunningham hair. hair. Yeah. Um, but but we've done so many stories about him, and each of the times, it's hard to believe that that is a position. Like he's taking yeah. the most unlikable, like asshole position every time, and that's. I wonder if like. He's just trying to take position B every time, or he believes in p- position B every time. Uh, yeah, I think he believes in it because he's he, look. This guy is a baseball pitcher that, and <laughs> he thinks that he should have opinions on important topics, and he thinks people should care about them because he was a baseball pitcher. But I can respect. There are some athletes that will use their platform to to get dialogue going yeah. about things and that. But I, I feel like, you know, a, a broken clock is right twice a day. Like Kurt Schilling every time. That's, that's a great point. Yeah. Every He's, time yeah. is, is dead wrong. Yeah. Every time. Yeah. And he doesn't like, he doesn't really get the internet. So he's like retweeting or sharing like horrible Nazi and like anti-Muslim things and then he's immediately reacting like that that terrible train accident he immediately announced was terrorism and it's just like that's right hoboken he called hoboken a terrorist action yeah he's just like that racist uncle that he's like america's racist uncle or maybe that but maybe that's his brand like he's trying to get a job on fox news or something where he can be the the ex-baseball pitcher racist pundit like maybe or he's gonna for he's gonna be the new pundit on the new Trump network after he loses yeah, the election. That's a good point. Aligning maybe. himself with Trump, yeah. Maybe that's a, that's him and Giuliani. That's gonna be a fun channel to watch. Yeah, and, and Chris Christie, America's <laughs> governor. Um, we talked about Ken Bone earlier, mm-hmm. who is a and was an awful meme, a very short lived meme. But there's somebody that transcends memeness they transcend their time and space and of course i'm talking about harambe yeah yeah well let's let's talk about the reigning nl mvp bryce harper he played in the biggest game of his career lost lost to your dodgers but you know they got to the final game of the divisional round it's true and he knew for the biggest game of his career he was gonna have to come up with something big and he likes putting little messages on the nub of his bat like Mm -hmm. billy ripkin's fuck face yeah um and he he had a nice picture of the majestic gorilla with the phrase "R.I.P. 
yeah. Harambe on it. It's a touching tribute. Now, Brian, on a scale of one to ten, ten being the most moved, how touch would the big guy from the Cincinnati Zoo feel for the hacks for Harambe shout out? Well, I would say only because the thing about Harambe, humble. Yeah, that's was true. It, he didn't. He wasn't like Ken Bone. He didn't seek the spotlight. When Harambe got shot to death by Cincinnati Zoo Keepers, he didn't yep. have his team already to make Harambe t-shirts like Ken Bone. Right. Like, he's just living his life in the zoo. You know, he didn't he didn't embrace stardom the way a lot of people do. So I would say Harambe would only be like a seven or eight. Yeah, he'd be touched to though. I mean, yeah, he would like big, it. He big would guy like would have loved it. Yeah, he really would have. He was a heart. What what do you think Harambe? How do you think like it's nice that Bryce Harper had took time out to have a little message, a little tribute to the great Harambe on his on the um, on his bat. Mm-hmm. But how do you think Harambe would have felt about Bryce Harper changing into different colored batting gloves for each at bat? You think did he really? Yeah, he would. He would wear some white ones, and then depending on how that at bat went, he didn't, you know, like if he got a hit, maybe he'd still wear the white ones. But if he didn't get a hit, which I don't think he got too yeah. many hits in the series, he got, then he would change into some red ones. And then if he didn't get a hit there, he'd come out with some black ones, which is not well. When I like think of I can Harambe, yeah, yeah, when I think of Harambe, I think of quiet dignity, and that's, yeah, that's not a, that's not a changing bat uh, batting glove type no, of thing. No. Harambe would have gone up there like Mark Grace. No batting gloves. Oh. Sp- sp- little spit. Naked. Yeah, a little spit in the hands. <laughs> Rub them together. Get a nice grip on that piece of lumber. Nice big. Harambe swings a big stick. Oh, I'm sure he would, must have been a menace during batting practice. Totally. <laughs> totally. Love him, that. And, him and Herman Munster. Absolutely. Hit Leo DeRocher six blocks away. Yes. <laughs> uh uh, okay. Speaking of people that are take themselves pretty seriously, I just you know I don't follow the NFL. Way too serious. But I just I just saw this weekend that the that the the uh, Carolina Panthers lost yet again. I believe they're either one and four or one and five right now. I know they only yeah. have one win. Yeah, I think they're one and five. Yeah, but I'm not, I'm not positive. Uh, but uh, reigning Super Bowl losing quarterback Cam Newton was answering reporters' questions yesterday after the uh, the big loss to the Saints. Uh, he rolled his eyes four times, five times, and had several deep sighs. And then Cam, my dad tried to shake down Mississippi State for twenty grand, so I would attend there. Newton gave terse answers and then cut the post game press conference short after ninety seconds, much like the Super Bowl. Mm. Now, Brian. Is Moody bitched Cam Newton the worst guy in the NFL or just top five? He, well, that depends. Was he wearing a top hat and gold mirrored <laughs> sunglasses and and a shirt that's actually the uniform to, for hot dog on a stick? Yeah, indeed he was. Okay, well then, yes, he's 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 top five worst for sure. And and so he's, sensitive. He's so sensitive. He's the guy. That pouts when he when the offense something yeah. goes wrong, guys drops, and he's and and everybody's got to make sure he's okay on the sideline, and if he loses the game, and he he loved like last year, you know people hated his celebrations, and they were like, mm-hmm. and then it turned into a race thing, but it's 
He's a fucking moody bitch. Yeah, yeah. I don't like moody people in my life. He's got a bit of um, Jay Cutleritis, like just yeah. grumpy. And he, what he doesn't realize is that you're when you're the quarterback, you get it all. You get you're the guy that you and the head coach are the one to answer the questions. And you paid way more money yeah, too. You get all the money. You get all the endorsements. You get all the accolades when you win. And when things don't go well, you're the guy that needs to be there to answer the questions. And you, and what and, you do is you sit there and you answer all the questions. That's what you do. And rolling his eyes and yeah. sighing. It's, it's such a, just a bitch move. And I, yeah. I was thinking like, he reminds me of my old assistant mm. and you would ask her to like mail something to the customer and she would give you all that guff. And it, it made you not even want to ask the assistant to do assistant things. Yeah. Yes. Millennials. And she was really hot, and my oh. buddy got to bang her, and what? I didn't. I didn't. You let your buddy bang your assistant? No, he banged her before she became my assistant. <sighs> and he liked to remind me how nutso she was and all that. And it's like, you know what? Like, I'm just sitting next to a hot chick giving me attitude, and I'm getting none of the fun part. I'm just getting the attitude. Yeah. Yeah. That's no. There, you, can only, you can put up with a little bit when you're getting a little bit. When you're but, not getting any. Yeah, it's not. It's tough to put up with. Yes. But overall, men men should never be. Mo- moody should never be a description for a guy. No, no. Definitely not. I mean, totally it shouldn't agree. be for a girl either. But, you know, if she's hot and you're banging her, you put yes, up with stuff. But that's like, true. Guys, never, ever, ever should no, be, should no, be moody. No guy never. should be moody. No, I agree. Ed, remember a few months ago we had that story about the guy who was accused of murdering his cellmate? His he was called like Denver something. And <laughs> Denver Pyle? Was, <laughs> no, that's Uncle what we thought. Yeah, it wasn't Denver Pyle. TV's Uncle Jesse. But he was called Denver something and he was like in court and he was like telling the judge was like, So how do you plead? And he's like, Hey, how about you go fuck yourself, judge? And the judge is like, Whoa, he's hold like, on. Keep it up. Yeah, and and he's like, I like to um, anally rape white boys like you in my cell. And the judge is like, holy shit, like, what's going on? Well, it was a pretty funny story. Like, the we, we talked about it here. The transcript was great. Other yeah. places picked it up. I'm pretty sure we had it first. But this guy, that Denver guy, was pretty lucky that he wasn't before the court of Michigan judge John McBain. McBain! Because McBain does not fuck around in court when defendants talk back to him. Listen to this. Though the incident took place in December, video footage of the scuffle was published this week on MLive.com. It showed a rare instance of a judge physically intervening in a courtroom situation. Something that at least one of the Michigan judge's colleagues said was justified in this case. Michigan is like the Wild West, Ed. Sure. I mean, don't in Detroit, isn't it the deal that the cars are worth more than the houses yeah. in Detroit? Yeah, that's exactly true. The four-minute profanity-laced video showed the defendant, Jacob <laughs> Larson, accusing Jackson County Circuit Court Judge John McBain of being, quote, buddy-buddy with a woman Larson had been accused of stalking for about a year. The video shows that the hearing began calmly but escalated quickly as McBain questioned Larson about his persistent Facebook messages to the woman. 
kind of like some of you listeners here <laughs> in your Facebook messages to me. There's a few of you. You getting mouthy? You know who you are. No, they're just they're just constant. <laughs> they're nearly every day. Uh, that's unfortunate. If you're messaging me every day and you're noticing that I've never replied. <laughs> oh, I, I blocked a couple of those. Right. That's who I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm just being nice. It's cool. Like I'm stoked that you're, that you want to interact. I think it's really cool, but I'm just saying it's it gets a little excessive. And also <laughs> like if I were interested in anything that you're talking about, I would reply. <laughs> like people, people message me all the time. And I'm interested in it. And so then I reply back to them. Like when Mark the Nomad told me how to fix my computer, I was interested in that. Had a sure. Little, had a little conversation but, with him. But if you're giving us shilling hot takes, no, that yeah. gets a block for me. Yeah. Uh, so this guy, this judge told the guy, told the guy in the courtroom, basically compared him, said it, it was like a fatal attraction situation. So he compared him to Glenn Close which is basically like telling someone that they're completely unfuckable. Oh, I mean, what's like, how much cocaine was Hollywood doing in the 1980s that they wanted to put across Glenn Close as a sex symbol? It's not like you look at Glenn Close now and you're like, well, she's aged. Now she's, she, she probably has aged well for what she did look like. She's a handsome woman. Yeah, no but question. My goodness, she was she was never ever no that, fatal attraction. That perm. That's like you know I'm gonna ride it out with my wife. I don't. I'm not yeah. seeing it here. Yeah, who was <laughs> his the, wife? The, was, the, his the, wife was all right. It was like Ann Archer or somebody. It was yeah. like somebody that was banging, like yeah. attractive. You never want to make the 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 side slam less hot than the actual. Okay, <laughs> no, we're not doing a movie review here. Uh, a court officer seen in the video told M Live that he he uh, that as he tried to take Larson into custody, the defendant tensed up and tried to fight him. Larson and the officer struggled as Larson's continued to point and talk to the woman. Things are getting scary in there. Suddenly, the judge yelled out, "Tase his ass right now!" <laughs> he threw off his robe and ran over to the two men and then physically helped pin Larson to the ground. Throughout the scuffle, Larson is heard cursing periodically. Sometimes I think a judge needs to have a little fire in the right kind of cases, McBain said. Ed, this guy clearly, he wanted a piece. Like, he's been itching to get off the bench and slam a, a, a defendant to the ground probably since forever. And I need to ask you, should judges have more discretion when it comes to beating the defendant's ass in the courtroom? <laughs> I I like to think of oh by the way the fucking Stephen Hawking commercials on right now I'm looking oh, at yeah, these janky you know, I hadn't teeth seen, I hadn't seen that till you brought it up last week and now it's everywhere it's fucking janky teeth yes and he's, um, and he's reclined somebody pointed out that yeah. he's he's yeah. gonna like Sit a lazy up. boy yes <laughs> uh, but anyway uh, this is kind of a a popcorn muscles kind of thing like yeah you know there are there are about four guys holding nightsticks and tasers that are going to get to him in two seconds. Like this judge is Mr. Badass. Hold, hold my chains. 
Like he's the guy who's going to take off his robe and attack a guy, but he knows he can't really get hurt in this altercation. This judge, this judge should have to, you know, spend about six months on the sidelines for this move. It's like, it's like the, um, it's like the hitter that like takes a couple steps towards the mound and then pauses and lets the catcher get in the way. Right, you right. know, you know, he didn't want a piece of that, or else he would have raced right out there and started throwing some hands. Right, he like, and he, the first instinct is to be like, "Oh, this judge is pretty badass," but it's like, a fucking judge. Yeah, that's a really good gig. You don't have to do anything. Everybody has to stand and kiss your ass yeah. every time you walk in the room. Like, all you need to do is keep your fucking cool. Have some decorum. Yeah, like Lance Ito, one of the great judges of all time, Lance Ito. <laughs> He never got up with one of his collection of hourglasses from the bench. What? And yeah, he collected hourglasses. He never got up for this. Seems like a fruitless effort. Collection of hourglasses from the bench and domed OJ over the head with it. <laughs> that would be pretty awesome. Or looks like time has run out on yeah, you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like Judge Judy doesn't like she just she just dresses you down with her voice. Yeah, she, she just, calls people bub, which is not good. Oh, does she? I feel like once again I was in a waiting room, maybe in a hospital, oh, and her it's all, she's like, listen, bub, you're not gonna talk to me that way. Like, all right, judge, calm down. Uh let's um let's look up because this is always fun. Judge Judy is the highest paid um, Oh, I remember like a year ago we talked about her salary yeah, and it was it's ridiculous. Let's, she let's makes like forty million a year or something. Like that. Judge Judy salary up to forty seven million dollars per year. Oh my god! Yeah, in tw- in twenty ten, when her contract was re- renewed, her salary increased to forty five million per year. It was later reported that she's the highest paid TV star, nine hundred thousand dollars per work day, as she works fifty two days per year. My that's, goodness, Ed, that's like six weeks. It's like seven weeks of work. The Simpsons uh, voiceover people have a pretty good gig, I think. Yeah, they do. That one Scientologist that does... Bart. Bart. Yeah. She gives it all to the Church of Scientology. Yeah, it seems like a worthwhile cause. Yeah, why not? I mean, that's how you know you're, you have too much money, is if you're giving it to Xenu. <laughs> you know? It's just like you've... You, Right, you've 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 peaked. You know, you've, her, you've reached her the thetan level is is high right now. Yes, yes, high high level of thetans. Uh, and this one, this spoke to me because it happened in the great state of Texas, the Republic of Texas. Mm-hmm. A Texas ter- church in the town of Canyon decided to double down on their message of temperance. Hmm publishing an ad in the Canyon News calling craft beer the devil's craft. This sounds like West Texas to me. Urging sobriety, including a verse from the Bible purporting the notion that Jesus was an early prohibitionist. I don't, like, didn't he turn water into wine, Ed? That's right. He, he, He was trying to make more alcohol whenever possible. And I don't, Jesus... I'm not really, I'll be honest. I don't really crack the good book too often. I don't really think I ever have. But from what I know about the J-Man, 
He was he hung out with hookers. Yeah, he chilled with all the dregs of society. Like and he, he didn't judge. If you think about people that brew their own beer, they look more like Jesus That's exactly than the people right. of the church. Other than the swimmers build. If Jesus was very fit, lithe body. Oh yeah, sure. Just kind of look like Michael Eight packs. Yeah, was, yeah, hard stomach. Very also though, very um hasty for very fair considering the part of the world <laughs> he, he lived in. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm guessing it was a bit more swarthy. I would think. You would think. Uh the so luckily, Ed, after this after this assault from this church in Canyon, Texas, a local tap room, Imperial Tap Room, reached out and offered patrons one dollar off their tab if they brought in the screed from the church. We'll give you quote, we'll give you a dollar off for each one you you bring in, so feel free to bring in multiple. Maybe this is like the hymnal or something, the prayer book. Come enjoy some devilishly tasty craft <laughs> beer and or wine with us. That's a boss move right the, there. The post had 1.2 thousand likes and 584 shares as of Thursday morning. I Hey, Texas, you guys need to rein in your preachers, by the way. Like, I know that you guys still handle snakes and guzzle cyanide in the pulpit. But your clergymen are out of control. Ed, thankfully, the good people of the godforsaken hamlet of Canyon have the heroes from Imperial Tap Room around to baptize the local and some of the ho- locals and some of the holy suds. Absolutely. Um, but the fact that they took a hard stance against crafts, yeah. are they saying that Jesus was into butt heavies? No, I, I just can't believe that. I, I mean, well, he was probably more of a mead guy. Water into wine. Yeah. As as the great uh, Sam Kinison routine where he said he was like Jesus, the miracle caterer. Like he showed up at parties and everybody's like, hey, uh, Jesus, could you uh, take care of the wa- water out back? Yeah. Turn into wine. He's like, every time I show up. Yes. <laughs> David, David Cross has a bit about that, too, where he's like, what? Jesus, man. We're in the fucking desert. I'm I'm a little thirsty. You turned all the fucking water into wine, man. <laughs> like everybody's wasting. That's great, but now what? Uh, I just I totally butchered that, by the way. Uh, okay, and finally, Ed. Yeah. The last non-sports story of the week concerns clowns, which are <sighs> so freaking hot right now. Why is that? I don't know. I don't. I think it might have something to do with the the reboot of Stephen King's It, which I believe is mm. being penned by former Baller Lifestyle podcast guest Gary, Gary Dobberman. Dobberman. Yeah. Yes, big big job for him. Uh, but either way, for whatever the reason, Halloween, stupid holiday, clowns are so friggin' hot right now. And Ed, I'm obviously I'm not just talking about our personal heroes, ICP. Shaggy Two Dope, shout out, shout out to Shaggy Two Dope and Violent J. We're, we're working on becoming <laughs> juggalos. Yeah, people all over the country are creeping people out by dressing as clowns Ed, and just hanging around neighborhoods. One lady found one on her porch. Imagine getting up and walking a clown up, or a clown costume on a her person porch. dressed as a clown Jeez. on her porch, and this is what people are doing. They're just dressing up as clowns and they're just lingering. Uh, others have been scaring drivers. It's gotten to be such an issue that I saw today, Ed. 
via my local news broadcast that Target has officially stopped selling clown masks. Good for them. But, Ed, unfortunately, as Rule 34 of the Internet states, if it exists, there is pornography of it. And the clown phenomenon is no exception. Quote, the craze for dressing up as creepy clowns has brought a spike in porn featuring people made up to look like them. The unusual predilection has been linked with a growing number of sightings of killer clowns spotted on the streets and shared online. Porn site X Hamster, not one of my go-tos. I don't like the hamster name in there. I don't like I don't want to think about small rodents. Rodents, yeah, disgusting. Said that searches for clown porn has risen by 50%. People are searching for this stuff, Ed. When with footage featuring men and women in fancy dress titillating audiences. The clips can feature brutal dominatrix sessions out with clowns meeting out extreme punishments for sexual arousal. These people are freaks, Ed. Ed, I need to know, what is more disturbing? Clown porn. Porn featuring the hedgehog Ron Jeremy or any pornography emanating from the Isthmus nation of Japan. I, I really loathe Ron Jeremy in every way. So gross. On top of that, he thinks he's a personality. I know. Which is funny. As you know, I'm, I'm insulted by people yes. who think funny that aren't, yes. um, but his whole claim to fame is having a big hog and being ugly. Right. But at no point did anybody say, oh, you're really funny. He just has taken the yeah. funny thing and run with it. He's the, he, Ed, he's the clown prince. <laughs> he's what is it? What was that guy's name? Max Pankin, the clown prince oh. of baseball. Oh, yes. He's, yes. That, he's that guy. <laughs> How uh, starved for entertainment were they? <laughs> like, oh, people are like, oh, there's the clown prince of baseball. He was even in Bull Durham. Yeah, it was a, it was a struggle. I mean, the, the cocaine was starting to run out in 1988, and they needed they needed new gimmicks. I miss Morgana, the Kissing Bandit, by the way. Those yeah. big old jugs of hers. I saw footage in the last year or so of her, and she really was all tits because there She's was nothing. disgusting. Not, yeah, she was like she was like a just somebody's mom. It it's not good. Um, yes, but, continue. But anyway, the worst is it's got to be Japanese porn because they're oh, all God, yeah. they're all in pain. It's yeah. like oh, accidentally when you stumble on that, it's like, yeah. oh no, am I watching something I should not be watching? Like it feels illegal and and not not pleasurable. Yes. It's really there's something there's something very odd. I need that f- people need- sleep. The focus of the pornography <laughs> to be to pretend to be enjoying it. Happy, happy yes. enjoyment. Yes, that, enjoyment. Otherwise, not it's pain. a bit too weird. Not yes. pain. I'm not into that. One hundred percent agree. Uh, but back to the clown thing. Like, yeah. I don't understand why it just like the last few months it's become this huge deal. Like, I have been petrified of clowns since Poltergeist. That yeah. scene. And that and and that movie probably came out like when I was six or so, yeah. 
And so I didn't see it in the theaters, but like there used to be the ABC movie of the week. Like it only took six months to a year to just be the movie of the week. So I probably saw that when I was in like first grade, second grade. And I've been petrified of clowns ever since, like 30, 32 years, 33 years. But all of a sudden now clowns are a thing. And I, I don't like it. I don't like more clowns in my life. I need less and I think we're all we can all universally agree now that clowns are exclusively scary. Like there's no no one is excited to see a clown. Everyone is terrified of clowns now. So now I wonder, what's this done to the circus? Because we've learned that the circus beats They just torture the, elephants. Yeah, they beat the living fuck out of all those animals to get them to do tricks. So now you cannot go to a circus if it has animals. Like that's that's like a rule. Everybody understands circuses with animals, no go. Which leaves the like the tightrope guy, the fire guy that blows the fire, and cl- the clowns. Like we're we're down to now, very we're, we're, few circus acts anymore, aren't we? <laughs> so it's just like trapeze, like marathon session trapeze. Yes. The guy just the only thing they should do now is just. Come see the guy on the trapeze, and there'll be no net, and we'll just see how long he can last. Yes. <laughs> and have one guy following him, hoping to catch him. Yeah, ten, like that, that, <laughs> I would go to the circus if that was all it is. Yeah. Just just a guy following, <laughs> following underneath with a bucket of water a, like an old Bugs Bunny cartoon. A 10-minute like, circus, yes. I would definitely go to the circus if that's all it was. That and those guys that ride the motorcycles, and they ride the um, – K- KY 150s, KX 150s in the in the in the big um in the big like chain link dome. Have you seen that? Oh, oh where they go like on the ceiling, like yeah, they, the yeah, they ride like in a circle, and you're just waiting for them to crash into each other, but somehow they never do. I bet you, I bet you, eventually they do crash into each other. The only motorcycle people I want to watch are the two fat guys from Guinness Book of World Records when we were kids. Oh, yeah, they're great. Remember the twins? Of course. I used to love just turning to that page. Oh, that page. was that was the best. Yeah, it was right there around where... Um, near Haystacks Calhoun yeah, and the, the Ralph, fingernails guy. Ralph, Ralph Wadlow, the world's <laughs> tallest man, and Walter <laughs> Hudson, the world's fattest man. <laughs> best page in the book. Yeah, I love the motorcycle twins. Yeah, me too. Agreed, they're great. They rode a scooter. Ed... We are blessed today, finally, to have with us our very own pop culture correspondent. She doesn't join us very often. She's been very busy on a project. Of course, I'm talking about Fancy Sauce. Welcome back, Fancy. How are you? Hey, Fancy. Hi. Kate, so nice to, uh, to have you back in the mix. I'm reminded last week while you were away, you were, I don't have the exact. Hold on, I'm gonna find it right here. There was a, there was an F Mary Kill, as you know, our mm-hmm. faithful listener Ish. He likes to send in. He seems to like to find a way to get you to answer sexual questions. There's a lot of prying. He does. It's round he you. wanted to know about sexting one time. He was like, got very personal. But this one, this one was kind of funny. Ed and I answered it last week, but I thought if Kate is going to be back this week, she should answer last week's F Mary Kill because it was directed at her. And this is what the Definitely. audience wants. This is what Ish reached out for. 
some hold on. I have yeah, we gave her, we gave the men's perspective on that. Yeah, let's act. get let's get okay. Let's get the women's perspective. Yeah. Uh, okay, hit me. Here we go. Oh my gosh. Waiting for it to catch up here. So opening a Google Doc. Come on, Brian. Oh. Why is it so many pages? It's Clapton, right? Yeah, it was uh, F. Mary Kill. Collins, Clapton, and someone. Oh, I have it here. I have it. Okay. Hey, y'all. Kate and Brian, congratulations on your recent overseas event. Here's, Thanks, Ash. Here's an FMK. Okay, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. You familiar with this game? Yeah. Okay. I'm not Britney Spears. Because I saw, yeah, I saw Britney Spears on a on a British talk show, and <laughs> she's she, the best. She was missing an acrylic fingernail on her middle finger. Of course, and she, she was. She didn't understand the F Mary Kill at all. Okay, it's a great game. It's a great game. Here's here's an F Mary Kill for you. Mm-hmm. This is from Ish. Michael Bolton, Phil Collins, Eric Clapton. And Fuck Michael Bolton, yeah. marry Phil Collins, yeah. and I would kill that Eric Clapton. Yes. Oh, excellent. Wow. wow. That's, that's exactly how Ed and I answered. Unison. I mean, that's wow. a no-brainer right there. Just team. Lock <laughs> kill, step. kill is the easiest part, right? Yeah. yeah. I just, yeah, I would have to agree. And that, that, that Phil Collins, guy's a rich motherfucker. Also, yeah. I just he's saw. He's a hot wife, he's, right? He's announced a comeback tour. Oh. Next mm. year. Stop it. Yeah, that's like well, my dream. No, so what I'm saying is that he would be out of the house for almost the whole year, Ed. Like you, the first year of marriage, you would have all to yourself in that Swiss chalet. My dream is to go to. True, a I just want to hang out with life. Philip Bailey. Yeah, yeah, him too. Phil. Earth, wind, and fire. I think that would be easier. Um, Kate, you maybe you'll get your dream alone. Uh, okay, Kate. What is we have not? Do you guys see what I have to deal with? Yeah, we. Have, yeah, we've been we've been going through the motions for a couple of weeks. We have not been caught up on what is happening in the world of pop culture. Oh, did you not do a pop culture? Well, we did, but just not. You know, it's shoddy. It's yeah. shoddy. When yeah, we're doing it's not. It. It's not our area of expertise. All right. Well, let's do the news. Yeah, let's let's do the real news. What is going on in the world of pop culture? What is happening in fancy pop? Well, I think by now everyone in the United States, if not the world, has heard that hot mic of Donald Trump talking about all the pussies he likes to grab. That's right. Um, well, now his mail order bride, the lovely Melania, is mm. backing up the bus mm. over Billy Bush. He's lovely looking. Yeah. Saying that he's the only reason Donald Trump said things like grab him by the pussy. Melania told Anderson Cooper she's never heard her husband use that kind of language before. The Access Hollywood tapes release. And she thinks it was one Billy Bush, the little leprechaun. poor Billy Bush. Who encouraged him to speak that way. As if things for BB are not bad enough right now. Awful. He's suspended from his television job. Yeah, he's he's fired. I mean, he's not going to get that job. I back. did. I did hear another version of the hot mic today, and it included a lot of Billy Bush's laughing at Donald Trump, oh, yeah. which I hadn't heard but before. Because it, it's awkward. It's awkward. I mean, this it's was the, it's this the, was the not guy hanging out. With this the was not bullet. this was not totally. awkward laughing. This was like, I think that's. Really funny. Yeah, I mean, he's but he's good at kissing ass. Like this That's true. Bush, you know, that is his job. Uh, I'm sure he will land on his feet. But as in his little lift, as we reported last week, his little tiny, tiny feet. little this baby is, feet. Also, how fucking old is this guy? I just heard this guy's age. I'm gonna double check for authenticity right now. Ed Daly, how fucking old is this guy, Billy Bush? 
I would guess he's in his 30s. Oh. 40. You I would say he's 35. 35. And Kate McManus? I don't know. 40? 40. You're both quite low. October 13th, 1971, aged 45 years old. I was going to go older well, because he's got deep crow's feet. He's 45. Very wee. Um, this this Wikipedia list is high at 5'9". I'm thinking that he's I'm taking adding, the under. Yeah, I think he's adding at Billy least Billy Bush has always there. bugged the yeah. shit out of me. And, I mean, while I don't wish anyone... Yes, misfortune. Ill will or misfortune yeah. who has... All they've done is laugh along to some rather unfortunate, misogynistic, yeah. quote-unquote, locker room talk. Yeah. Um, I could do without him on my TV. Yeah, I mean, he's not... I never really thought much about him. Oh, he does does have some crow's feet. Looks like he's getting about um, $10 million of a buyout. So, I mean... I think he's... I think he's done from mainstream. I think he works like some local gig somewhere. Welcome to the world of podcasting. Yeah, yeah, he probably already has one. Uh, Well, thoughts and prayers, Billy Bush. I hope you can make it on that $10 million buyout you're about to get. Uh, Okay, what else is going on? This is my favorite story, Russell Crowe, who I love. Mm, Rusty. (laughs) I miss Rusty's Twitter. Does he still tweet? I used to reply to all his fitness tweets. He's from your island continent of Australia. Did you say fitness tweets? Yeah, he used to always tweet about his workout. Like, um, ran this many miles. I'm guessing those tweets haven't come too often. Oh, they're so good. And I used to reply... To almost everyone. Yeah, he would. He would. I remember and a couple, seeing those. A couple of times, he, um, he hit me back. Yeah, I do. I recall this. Until he, I think he realized at some point that I was maybe taking the piss. Yeah. So what's pus, going on with him now? Taking the puss. He, he's actually was born in New Zealand. Oh, so he's not he's a Australian. Mm-hmm. She's, anyway, she's trying to wash her hands yeah, of him, as she's done with Mel Gibson. So Russell Crowe um, had a party at his um, Beverly Hills Hotel Suite. Um, and he had some people back to kind of like listen to some music. He ended up bouncing rapper Azalea Banks out of his hotel suite when she turned into the plus one from hell, threatening to cut his guests and watch them bleed. Um, so this bizarre incident went down. <laughs> she's the best. Like a bit much. She's so over the top. I love her. So the bizarre incident went down Saturday night. Um, he Rusty invited about 10 people over to have dinner and listen to some music. One of the guests was Ariza from... The Wu Tang Clan, who brought Azalea He's along, mm-hmm. right? Razor. According to witness accounts, the trouble started when Azalea laughed out loud. She LOL'd Russell's music selection, and then called him and at least one other guest boring white men. We're told a female guest jumped to Rusty's not defense and suggested Banks that's, pipe that's down. That's not a cool move. No. She's his guest. Um, she's a dick, but she's She's, she's, she's one funny. of these people that always has conflict. Yes. She, she loves it. That's all I know always. about her. It's like, that's all I know about And you know what? That means you're terrible. Yeah. So, when you're a conflict person, you're terrible. Yeah. This gets better, though. So someone told her to pipe down, and instead she made an insane speech and threat to Crow and the woman saying, you'd love it if I broke my glass, stabbed you guys in the throat, and blooded squirt everywhere like some real Tarantino shit. And then for good measure, witnesses say she dropped a few M-bombs. Wow. <laughs> um, we're told Azalea reached for her glass, cocked it back, and that's when Rusty had had enough. He grabbed her in a bear hug and carried her out of the suite and called security to remove her from the grounds. 
Um, so there you go. Unbelievable. And then she like posted some different versions, um, versions of the event, claiming that he called her the N word. And then choked her, threw her out, and spit on her because she's a big victim. Now, hold on. L- hear me out. <laughs> it's my... I heard another version of this story where, yes, he invited some people over for some drinks. This sounds like a cocaine party to me, too, by the way. Who invites people to their I mean, hotel room? She sounds like... But the, if somebody asked me to their hotel like room to listen cocaine. to music... Yeah. But this is... Hold on. This is this story. There's a there's an element of this story. If she was a drug, she would be cocaine. She said that they didn't come there to. They thought they were going there to listen to music, uh-huh. but when they got there, Russell Crowe put on a demo version of the album he had just recorded. What's and the well, dog? One, one like a dog him. or something. What's this dumb band he's in? I don't know what the I'm name is. Oh, 40 odd pound of grunt. Same thing. So they were all expected to hang out and listen to Russell Crowe's album all the way through. Now, I'm not saying that's the case. If that's the case, yes, yes. He should have been stabbed. Yes, this is this could be a justified reaction. Two sides to the story. Justified reaction on the part of. Azalea Banks. Uh, okay. If she wasn't a professional asshole, I'd, I'd believe your story. But she's just always wrong. Yeah, she seems very unhappy. Let's talk about another rapper who's gone off the rails. Okay. Rapper Coolio. Oh, it's Gangster's Paradise. Remember that? You probably love that. You probably had that hey, on your mix. That's a great Stevie Wonder song that he, <laughs> that he remixed. Yeah, I was not a fan. Title song. Pastime Paradise Dangerous, is an awesome song. Dangerous Minds with... Michelle Pfeiffer. Mm, when back when Michelle Pfeiffer was still banging, yeah, really hot. So he's been charged with felony firearm possession after being arrested at LAX on Sunday, according to Reuters. Coolio, nay artist Leon Ivy Jr., faces Holy shit one felony count of possessing a firearm by a felon with two prior convictions. So Coolio was found guilty of having a concealed weapon in his vehicle in 2001 and possession of cocaine in 2009. Um, so he really should not be carrying around a Why? A, why do people continue to get arrested at LAX with guns? But do you really think you're going to get through LAX? You're going to be the one who gets past security. With your, with your firearm. What I assume is that they have so many guns around that they actually forget... That their backup piece. Well, you must yeah. because his his backpack went through this um, screening machine right. with a gun in right. it. And if you're smoking, cocaine, here's the thing about the screening machines: you can see Julio, you can see what's you're just in not the cool bag. Enough for people to want to shoot you anymore. No, no. So I agree. think what happened. It sounds like that he the backpack went through the screening machine, but he didn't claim it. And just carried on, to, made his way onto the aircraft. And the authorities determined that the bag was his. And they came onto the plane and arrested him. How did he get that far? I can't even keep a laptop in the bag without them hassling me. Oh, oh, this is an iPad. And I said, well, you told me to take laptops out, not yeah. iPads. No, but I can see, like, you put a bunch of stuff on the conveyor belt. And you yeah. go through the little checkpoint that you mm. walk through. And then you could just keep walking as if you never put a bag through the right. screener. Like you realized, oh shit, my gun was I guess. In there. I mean, you might have wanted to think of that bag. earlier. Yes. So dumb. Anyway, if convicted, that he could face up to three years in state prison. Oh, 
I don't think he's going to do any time. R.I.P. Coolio's Does he still just have that one little bit of hair tied up in a thing? Like, it was really, it had really thinned out all the way around. I don't know. And he had just, like, hung there on to that. There was a picture that, this, with this story I didn't like, look at. Like, little samurai dread mm. just on the top. It's a hot look. He's got the island green dread. Yeah, exactly. Uh, this is another good story. It's my second favorite story. Okay. Um, Transformers director is Michael Bay. Oof. M. Bay. Mike Bay. Um, who's a 51-year-old bachelor, allegedly uses Instagram to find dates. Mm. Dan Bilzerian. If you're not familiar with Dan Bilzerian. Mm. Who is that? Lucky you. Um, he's this dude on Instagram who has 19.3 million followers, and all he does is Instagram. He's, like, he's a pro poker player and, like, a, quote, movie. He's famous st- from poker? Yeah, and, like, he was, like, he's a movie stuntman, and he calls himself, he's a self-proclaimed king of Instagram. He Instagrams his, like, his lifestyle, which is, like, a lot of babes sluts. and yachts and sluts mm-hmm. and, like, Vegas. Sounds like and, a great like, follow there's um, all the people that are voting for Trump. Um, all those dudes also follow him on Instagram yeah, and worship yeah. at the Church of Dan Bilzerian. He was on. I think this came out. He was on Joe Rogan's podcast last week. Oh, I might listen to and that. It was. He was not as overtly douchey as you sort of picture no. him being. But he was. He also like wasn't a lot better. Like he's I a d bag. Yeah, I didn't really. He was get, just quite douchey, not overtly douchey. Yeah, and also, yeah, he's just like as just a like slightly less douchey than you're picturing, but still pretty douchey. And I was shocked. He was only about an inch taller than Joe Rogan, who's pretty wee. Oh, I always I pic- thought that he was small. Oh, I pictured him being a bigger dude. Oh, you did. Yeah. Oh. oh okay. Continue. What do you say about Michael Bay? Um, he said, um, that Michael Bay doesn't follow me, but then he DMs every chick I post trying to hit them up. Bilzerian tells Maxim magazine. And it's just funny because I know it's through me for sure. Unless he's hitting up every single girl on Instagram, which I doubt. It's so real life entourage. Does Maxim magazine still exist? I don't know. I didn't know that. So Bilzerian is saying that every time he posts a picture of a chick, Michael Bay hits that chick up immediately. I mean, that's what you do. That's what Instagram's for, for these famous guys. Yeah. They slide into the DMs, hit them up. Also, if you're Michael Bay, I feel like you're not like trying to get on some of Dan Bilzerian's shine there. I mean, you're a fucking, you directed Transformers. I'm pretty sure you directed all the Transformers. A little movie called Pearl Harbor featuring Josh Hartnett. Like what else? Doesn't he tan? What else has he done? I don't know. I, well, I feel like I did a pretty good job on the ones I just named. Should I know more that he's done? He probably... Has yeah, he done I other think he trilogies? Was the, he's big Bruckheimer's guy, right? I'm gonna yeah, go. he did. Um, didn't like, he? I think he took the place like it used to be Bruckheimer and yes. Simpson. And That's now true. Yeah. He's the new Jerry Did I believe he did the Bad Boys series of movies. Did he not? With uh, Michael Lowry. I'm Michael Lowry. I'm Michael Lowry. What? Will Smith and... Uh, What's his name? Uh, Martin oh, Lawrence. Martin Lawrence. Oh, my Lowry. Armageddon. Armageddon, another classic. Yeah, Bad Boys. He's a real auteur. I feel like this dude gets... Can oh, get his he's own. remade Friday the 13th. I feel like this dude could get his own pussy. Michael Bay. But it's just Dan Bilzerian oh. is advertising Teenage the pussy. Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, those are big hits. How is he in the same stratosphere with a pro poker player? I don't know. Because the internet. No, he just follows this guy on Instagram yeah. and then hits and then up hits all up the up chicks that he posts yeah. in, on his Instagram. Good for him. 
Anywho. Interesting. What um, else? This is my last story. This is crazy to me. Jennifer Lopez, who's insanely hot. Yes, she is. Are we all in, in agreement that she's like beautiful? She's an amazing I, body. She looks so good for. I have to be honest. We shouldn't talk about have to talk about women's age all the time when I, a woman comes up. But she, for her age, she it looks it ama- amazing. Jennifer Lopez might be the hottest chick. She's an immaculate. Um, She's like 47. Specimen. I know a girl who went to high school. Can't think of words anymore. Her body is insane. So you guys know that she had this on again, off again boyfriend, Casper Smart, who I did not think was handsome. He was a backup dancer for her. There's no way Ed knows who Casper Smart is. Okay. So Ed, she she had this backup dancer who she's been dating on again, off again for years. I could see that happen. And he's, he's like, young. Spent he's a lot like, of time with them. He was yeah. like 25 when they started yeah. dating. He's maybe 30 now. Yeah. Um, not that good looking. I just real kind of cheesy Miami looking dude. Yeah. With, you know, like mm-hmm. big diamond I mean, studs in his ears. There's anything is an upgrade from Mark. Who's that guy yeah, she was that, married to? Mark that, Sanchez? That guy looked like Skeletor. He banged one of Michelle's friends. Oh, did he? What's his name? Mark. Apparently, Mark though. Ugly. Mark. It's Anthony. not Sanchez. Anthony. Anthony, Mark, Mark Anthony. How can you not remember that? He's so hideous. Um, Skeletor. Yeah. Was his nickname? Yeah. Anyway, apparently this Casper Smart cheated on JLo. She kicked him out oh because he god. cheated on her and he got oh caught. Oh my god. Two years after he promised he would never do it again. That um, shows she must be a pain in the ass. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Just like Halle Berry, like guys have been falling over themselves to, to cheat on her. Yeah, it happens. Tells me, so, tells me somebody that beautiful maybe is a problem. Maybe yeah, totally. She seems like a douche though. He's li- so he's been doing everything he can to get back together with her, like working on himself, posting uh, on his Instagram, saying I mean, that life is good and showing off his new leg tattoo. Most bug and thing you can get ca- saying um, things like you must embrace the darkness to see the light. So basic. Yeah. Dumb move yeah. by Casper he's Smart. Basic and it's stupid. She's so rich and so hot. Like I would not if I were in Casper Smart's shoes, I would he's, want to keep her happy. He's twenty nine. Make a baby with her and you're rich. Yep. He's twenty nine and she's forty seven. Yeah. She looks so good. Anyway. Um, we'll see what happens. I feel like she'll take him back because I feel like she's yeah. taken him back before. Yeah. I feel like J-Lo might have low self-esteem. I can't imagine that would be possible. I mean, unless she views herself through the prism of her singing voice, then yes, I could understand that. But I'm looking at the whole Apparently, package. Apparently, like he's saying he's changed man. But recently on a video shoot in Mexico, he was posting, he was posting videos with bikini clad dancers yeah. and not really acting like a dude that's well, like... Trying to get one to get her a little jealous. Like that's that's an effective tool. That works. All right. So everybody, all you guys out there, J Lo's on the market. Yeah. So point taken. Is that it, Kato? Um. Yeah, that's it. Oh, excellent job. So good to have you back. It's good to be back. Do we have any? I feel sad when I when I when I miss. Do we have any new Patreon subscribers? Um. I don't think we do oh, since the last time. Fucking bastards. Well, not all of you guys that have kicked down are super cool. I love you guys. Yeah, you guys we know great. who you yeah. are. You guys are great people. We know who you are. We talk about cool. we talk about you all the time yes, amongst we ourselves. We, we look at the list and we high five each other and think, man, mm-hmm. these we guys have are like great. a we have like a pin board in the office with all your pictures on pin it. Board. With love hearts around your faces. I, un- I understand that these other Patreon people, they do like Episodes that you can only hear on Patreon for their Patreon subscribers. 
Is that something we can figure out how to do? Do you guys we give a shout to out to yeah. Mr. Meaner on Twitter? I know yeah. that we had yes. been a little There was some confusion remiss. there with our boy Mr. Meaner. Yeah, all right. I just wanted to make sure. He is a contributor. He's a great dude. We, yeah. We've, we've thanked him a few times. I mean, let's not go he's overboard. Got, he's got the he's most really... thank yous. He's clearly <laughs> he's been thanked. He's a lot of bad now, He's a good dude. We, we, we like anybody who's supporting Now the, the rest of our Patreon subscribers have made tally marks, and they're like, hold on, I need to be thanked as many times as Mr. Meaner. <laughs> like the guy, he's, he's milking one failed thank you yes. into 12. Yes. <laughs> uh, okay. Good dude, though. Great dude. Great guy. Uh, okay. But yeah, I mean, if anybody out there feels like donating yeah. to our Patreon. Yeah. Every week, every week we're doing this because we love you guys. Once a week. Yeah. Okay. Um, great job, everyone. Good, good to have you back, Kate. Hope, hopefully you join us back. again next week. I hope so, too. Ed Daly. Well, yes, next week I will be um, officially done with this Is that true? Contract. Doesn't it go through next Ooh. week? Um, it finishes on the 25th, which I believe is a Tuesday. Oh. Oh, this is Monday. Yeah, it's a it's a week. That's a week know, from I don't tomorrow. Know days. Okay. I'll be back. I'll be e- back. I'm gonna cut out. Time. I'm gonna edit out all those dates from you guys because I like to keep this shit evergreen. I don't want you. I don't want you listening four months from now and going, "Oh fuck, they said October." I'm gonna turn this shit off. Oh yeah. Uh, okay. Everybody, great job once mm. again, Ed. Fantastic. Yeah, we, we were delightful. We were delightful today. I'm sure you guys. Kate, are. good job on the fuck Mary kill. Yes. I'm sure you, thank mm-hmm. you. She got that right. She got that right. Yeah, I mean, I think we're. It was a pretty easy one. Like, I can't imagine anybody wanting to fuck Eric Clapton. I'd probably fuck and marry Phil Collins. I fucking really? love Phil Collins what? so much. Really? Michael Bolton's in pretty good shape. Yeah. Michael Bolton, he's got those plugs. He got the good plugs. How's Phil Collins looking? Balding, the same little tubby. He probably just looks like an older version. The same as like 1980. Yeah. He's a pretty good drummer, though. Okay, as long as he serenades he's me good. with like Easy Lover, and he's good with all his. Um, he's multi-dexterous with his drumming, so yeah. he might be. He might be able to do like whatever things. You're, the things you're doing with your hands. He might be able to it. do something in bed. Gross. With his like, all okay. four limbs. Bye. <laughs> On the move, on the move. He's an easy lover. Um, I mean, Michael Bolton. He he was he um, he's got a, quite a resume. He was banging Ashley Judd for quite a while. Sheridan, what's her name? Yeah, Nic- Nicolette Sheridan. He got her yeah, when she Nicolette. was nineteen. Nicolette yeah, he Sheridan. got her when she was Nicolette Sheridan. Yeah, and then again, yeah. and then he rallied back. He thought, you know what? I might want to get with that I'm gonna, again. I'm gonna take the bigger version. Yeah, I might take the forty year old version. Had the nineteen year old. Are they still together? No, I don't think so. Oh, I don't know. Make it. I haven't really, I, all I know about him is that he got the good plugs and he's got that deep voice. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's it. Ed Daly, fantastic job. Kate McManus. Good job. Wes. For those two, I'm Brian Beckner. This has been episode 140 of the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. We will see you next week. Goodbye. I mean, we'll talk to you next week. We'll actually see you.